0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBloom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited to have you here. And today we are focused on setting up a goal system to help us achieve our goals. So in the previous episode, we learned how to actually set the goals properly so that we can get in tune with the goals, we can start to embrace the goals instead of just writing them down and carrying on with our day. In this episode, we're focused on creating a system to keep us on track so that we can actually achieve the goal. Okay? Awesome. So, the first step to creating a better goal system is your environment. Your environment is like a feedback cycle. What you put in your environment feeds you, and what's in your environment feeds you too. So feeding your environment feeds you back. This is really important because what you see around you is either going to motivate you. It's either going to empower you or it's going to discourage you, or it's going to provide that sense of comfort, which may not help you get closer to your goal that you want to achieve. So I want you to just take a look around your environment, wherever you are. How does your environment support your goals? Do you have a reminder that's visible for you to focus on the goal? Do you have something that makes it easy for you to achieve the goal? What in your environment is catered towards you achieving that next accomplishment that you're focused on. And remember, you can have a goal in absolutely anything, in anything. This could be a soft goal, meaning that it's something where you just want to improve in your character development, or maybe you want to spend more time with family. It doesn't really matter. Whatever that is, how does your environment Support that goal. Do you have pictures on the wall? What is it? And is your environment organized, but organized for that goal? That's a big one. Organization is huge. It can help you to move faster, to be able to run through, get what you need, and keep it moving, to keep your day moving in the way that you need it to move and to stay consistent. When things are unorganized, this supports inconsistency. So if we're trying to be more consistent, then we need to be organized and we need to know where everything is. We should not be scrambling, spending hours, clicking through all of these different folders on our computer, going through different drawers, looking under the bed. Look, where did I put this? Where did I put that? It is a time sucker. And I know because there are so many times I get unorganized or I organize a big portion of what needs to be taken care of, but I don't maintain it. Therefore, it gets unorganized over time. So organization is key, but organization towards your goal. Now, let's throw out an example. Let's say you want to dress better or you want to present yourself a certain way. And we're in one mindset where we're used to dressing in a way that's just comfortable, but maybe we want to change that. How does your environment support that? Do you have your clothes out of what you want to wear? Do you have the clothes that you want to wear? Do you have them visibly out? Are they neat? do they have wrinkles? Do they need to be clean for the week? What is it? So just setting yourself up for success by creating organization around the goal you want to achieve. Time environment too, right? So what is a time environment? This is your schedule. But not just a schedule, because I feel like the reason why we're not successful in some of these helpful ways is because our minds are not really attached to it. Sometimes we're just doing these things because someone said we should have a schedule or someone said this is a good idea, but we weren't the mind that created that way of doing things, right? So, It's important to create a time environment. How do you want to spend your time? Taking an account of how you are, how do you feel at different times of the day? You have to know yourself really well, which is going to bring me to my next point in just a minute, but you have to really understand yourself and know, hey, my mind or my brain is really active in the mornings let's create some time frames around that to achieve a certain portion of the goal or hey this particular portion of the week is a little lighter for me to be able to focus on this if we go in blindly start scheduling things out hey uh okay I guess Monday at three that That works. I don't know. I mean, really tune in and feel that vibe. Take a day or take a week, really, and see how you're feeling at different points of the day. Write it down. How are you feeling in the mornings? See if there's a consistent pattern and create a habit within that time that's going to be supportive. Of the mood you'll be in at that time or the day or the week, or let's say you work during the week, but on the weekends you have a little more free time. Okay, what can you do with that free time? How would you want to spend that? So really getting in your mind for certain times and then creating a schedule around that. Now that brings me to my next point with creating a system. Which is, you need to know who you are. You need to know how you work. You need to know your operating system. We don't know a lot of times. We are in an operating system. There's no doubt about that. We are doing things in a habitual manner. We have patterns, but we're not always consciously aware of those things. A lot of times we're doing a lot of stuff in an automated sense. So it's important to start to become consciously aware of your behaviors and your habits and your actions. So before really going in, let's take some time to get a full analysis of who we are. What are we actually doing? How are we spending our time? Time yourself. There's a really good app. It's called Toggle. And I go on, I'm not always consistent with this, but when I am, it's really helpful. I go on to toggle, right? I click start and I put in what I'm about to do and I just go in and I do what I'm doing and I'm not thinking, okay, I want to get this done in 30 minutes or I want to get this done in an hour or I want to get this done in five minutes. I'm allowing for myself to just do it at a consistent, normal pace, not rushing, not taking breaks which is a normal pace, and completing it, completing that task, whether it's washing dishes, cooking a meal, whatever, and then stopping the timer. When I stop that timer, I'm able to see how long it actually takes me to do something. Now, from there, I can either decide to create some type of solutions that are going to cut down that time, or I'm going to block out time in my schedule that that's exactly how long it takes so it's going to help me to prioritize but we need to become aware of what we're doing also take note of anything you've done that day all your habits really great book atomic habits by james clear I finished it earlier this year. It was amazing. It was really helpful. I love books like that that just help me understand how we work, how our brain operates. It's very, very intriguing to me. So within that, write down everything you did that day, every little thing you could think of, even down to brushing your teeth, washing your face, scrolling on social media, whatever. It is also helpful to see how long you're doing these things, but just getting an idea of the actions. From there, that's when you're going to figure out what habits get you closer to the goal you want to achieve. What habits are you doing right now that get you closer? What habits are you doing right now that are pulling you away from that goal? And we have to really, really think about that. And sometimes it's not always about being productive towards the goal, but understanding that we have to have mental breaks as well, right? We have to have downtime. We have to have fun. We have to have that balance. We have to be able to take a step back, remove ourselves from the focus and get other ideas and inspiration as well. So for me, I can sit here and track, okay, you've spent a whole hour on Instagram. That's unproductive. But a lot of times I'm getting a lot of inspiration. I'm seeing how other people are being creative and what they're doing and what worked, what didn't work, and just getting more ideas and a better understanding sometimes. Sometimes it's not productive. Sometimes it's like, you know, just looking at things that are just funny and, you know, whatever. But sometimes it's helpful to really get clear about what you're doing and not just look at the surface of, well, I was scrolling on Instagram. I guess that's bad. But you're going there for a reason. We're doing something that gives us a sense of pleasure or a solution. Everything you do is a solution to a problem. It may not be the best solution, but it's something that your brain has anchored in that says, this is how we fix this. It may just be a band-aid put over, you know, the biggest crack in the world, but that's as far as we've gotten to creating some type of solution. So it can help you with figuring out a new solution or just getting a better understanding of yourself. When you know yourself, you can make changes so quickly. Awareness, I'm telling you, awareness is one of the most powerful things in the world. When you're aware, you're able to make change from that space. You're able to look at yourself from an outside view. You're able to detach from any biases and you're able to say, okay, that's why I do that. I never thought of that. When you have a sense of awareness, you come out of the mental thought pattern that created the issue. And therefore, when you create awareness, you're actually moving towards a new mindset because you can detach from where you were. So it's very, very powerful stuff to have awareness The next way to build this goal system is to create a reward system for yourself. Now, for me, this is challenging because my reward is just completing the goal like that's rewarding to me, just actually finishing the task or finishing the goal. Right. So uh, (laughs) I don't know how to create a reward system for myself because I'm not motivated extrinsically. I'm not motivated from external things. I'm motivated from that sense of accomplishment. Like that makes me feel really good, but you may be different. So Maybe there's something you really, really want and hold that. Don't just go and get it just because you want it. Hold it in front of yourself and say, you can have this when you finish this so that you are creating a higher level of dopamine. You're getting double dopamine right there. Not only are you getting the dopamine from getting the task completed, but now you're rewarding yourself. You're actually giving yourself More to say, Good job, you did this. The more you reward yourself with accomplishing certain tasks towards your goals, or even the entire goal, conditions you to focus on what it is that you want to achieve. If you don't have any motivation, if there's no reward, if there's nothing that's going to feed you at the end of the day. Then you know, hey, you probably won't stick with it very long. So, for me, reinforcement is something that's even more powerful for me. So, if I slip up and if I'm not holding myself accountable, if I'm not doing what I said I was going to do, I need to take something away. That's what's helpful for me. And I know this is really dependent on how you are raised, but if I don't do what I need it to do, then something needs to be removed. And it's not a punishment. It's not from the sense of punishment, but it's a sense of let's remove the distraction. Something needs to be placed at a lower priority because you are creating conditioning for self-sabotage. So it's not a matter of, okay, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Bad girl. I'm removing this from you. No, it's, you're not getting there. You're not doing what you said you were going to do. And the reasons why you're not doing that is because you're allowing for distractions to come in and you're not setting proper boundaries with yourself or with others. And we've got to course correct that. We've got to get that back in alignment. So we need to remove some aspects of what is distracting you. Now, if the distraction itself is something that's very enjoyable, we can use that as a reward. So if I'm spending too much time on social media, and I'm not being productive, and it's not to give me inspiration. And I get into this rabbit hole of watching things that are unproductive. Okay, we're taking it away or we are removing the notifications. And when you complete what it is that you need to complete, then you can check it. So you've got to finish something in order to get to the next thing. Another thing that helps me as well as a sense of reward is You cannot move to the next goal until you finish this task. You cannot do all of these different things all at once because you are not going to actually focus on what needs to be done. Things will only get done halfway or you're going to be incredibly burned out and you're just doing it just to do it. You're not really doing it and connecting with it. So we have to take a step back and say, okay, what do I want to accomplish today? What has the priority? And we are not going to do anything until that is complete, right? And of course, set the best expectations for yourself. If you know this is something that takes a month to do, don't, Put that pressure on yourself to say, okay, this whole thing that takes a month needs to be done in three days, or you can't do this. But be a little more clear and understanding and take smaller bite-sized portions of the task. The best way to figure out if you need to take smaller portions is to see how much of it you get done. If you set yourself out to complete Something, let's say you want to clean your whole house today and that's a great goal. But how detailed do you want to get with that? Let's break that down as small as possible. Maybe we can focus on just this one corner for 15 minutes and that corner's totally done, right? Or we can just focus on just the floors for one hour, get that done move on to the next thing. Create a sense of levels with yourself, predecessors and tasks that need to be done before you move on to the next thing. The next way of creating a goal system is accountability. You have to keep yourself accountable and no one else is going to do that for you, right? So, One of the most powerful things about being an adult (laughs) is that now everything's in your hands. And that's scary sometimes to have that sense of responsibility over your own life. But it is also incredibly powerful. When you take responsibility and own your power and you're accountable and you realize your capabilities, you know what you can do and you stick to that, That is powerful. You are making power moves in that moment. So find a habit tracker or find some type of system where each day you're putting a sticker or a little X or a dot or a highlight or something that says you did something towards that goal that day. So for me, this is really helpful. I actually have a notebook that's only focused on progress. And when I was really focused, when I really hit my goals, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you what I did. And even I'm struggling to get back to the space, (laughs) but I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did. I set routines throughout the day, morning routine, midday routine, evening routine, every single day and they were consistent. The same time, the same cue, the same triggers. So for instance, I would have a certain scent for that time of the day to remind my brain that this is what we're doing. And it was so fascinating because my brain started to just catch on by itself. And from there, I was able to just do things with less effort. But I was so focused. Once that day started there was no, uh, I'll get to it later. Oh, let me just lounge in bed for a couple of hours. Oh, let me scroll my phone. Okay, I guess I'll start my day. No-, no, as soon as I got up in the morning, made my bed so I don't get back into it, tidy up my room so that everything's nice and clear and ready for me to focus, take a shower, exercise, eat a healthy breakfast, get working. And I don't stop working until my midday routine. That's when I can take my break. That's when I can do everything that I want to do for an hour. Then after that, get back in. And I am not allowed to stop until 6 p.m. Whatever I get done is what I get done. If some things are incomplete, oh, well, that leaves me for something to do for the next day. And when I followed this for about two months, I was incredibly successful with making moves, with actually doing what I said I was going to do. And I was impressing myself more than anything. And I think that's the main part about accountability is we have to set parameters around what we're doing. We have to set boundaries with ourselves and we have to say, no, you said you're going to do this. You're going to do it. And guess what? If you don't finish it in this time, that's okay. We're coming back to it tomorrow. That doesn't mean, no, keep working, 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 working until you get it done. No, no, because we have other areas of our lives and goals are not the only thing. So at that point, boom, everyone else around me learned from this time to this time. This is when she is not available. Don't even try. She's not even going to answer the phone. Her phone is off. It's hidden somewhere. She can't even get to it because she's focused. After that, from six to nine, I can set myself up for the next day, getting myself prepared for tomorrow, getting my clothes ready, setting out my meal for the next day, preparing my smoothie for the next day, and then tuning in, reflecting on my day, meditation, relaxing, putting my mind at ease and rest and relaxation, not overworking myself. And I found that that was so helpful. I was really, really on track and then I fell off. (laughs) I fell off. So I love that I actually did create that system because it was helpful for me to know that I can do that. I know what that's like and I know that I'm capable of doing it, but I've got to get back into it. So that was really helpful for me. Now, the next thing, when creating the goal system is support, support. And sometimes we don't always have support. So this is what I want you to do. If there's anything that discourages you, maybe they don't show support, but if they discourage you, this could be people, this could be things you're watching, things you're consuming. This could be any material that you're reading. If it does not encourage you or empower you to become your best self, detach from it. Person, place, or thing. That is not meant to be in your life if it's discouraging you. That's one topic. Now, if it doesn't show you support, let's say it's just neutral, This can hurt sometimes if it's someone close to you and you share your idea and you're like, yeah, I really want to do this and blah, blah, blah. You're looking for some sense of validation, some support, some encouragement from the people you care about to say, yeah, it's great. Good job. They may not do that or they may say, yeah, you could do it. Or then they come back and say something that is not in alignment with that or they remind you you're going to do that. Well, I know all those other times you didn't do blah, 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 you know? So we have to be very careful of where we're seeking the support. So this is really important to find a mentor. If you can, you need to get with someone that's in that same mindset that has similar aspirations. And this doesn't always mean that you have to have someone having one-on-one meetings with you every week and saying, hey, yes, you could do this. You can, you can certainly have that. But sometimes it's just a matter of having that inspiration, that reminder to say, okay, I could do this. This is what I want, yes. This is encouraging me to keep going in this direction. The next thing is supporting yourself. So you have to be in support of your goals. We cannot rely on everyone else to be supportive to us because a lot of times people are only in support of things that benefits them. So sometimes if you do meet your goal, you become more successful, you have all these achievements. Well, now they might be more supportive of you because it makes them look good because now they're attached or they know someone who's successful, they'll say, yeah, you can do it. Oh yeah, you have my support, blah, blah, blah. That's not real support, but I'm just giving an example of, that's why a lot of times people may not be supportive of you when you're starting out in a new goal. Remember, the people that are going to support you are those that are going to benefit from your success. Nine times out of 10. 10. And I don't want you to spend your time trying to find friends, trying to find like minds, trying to find other people to support you. That should be secondary or towards the end, bottom of the priorities. We need to support ourselves. And how you do that is that positive self-talk. It's okay if you have some negative self-talk because we're working through that subconscious mind. We're working through those old beliefs. Those will come up anytime you try to change and move ahead and move forward or move in a new direction. A lot of times those insecurities, negative self-talk, you can't do this. That's not what you do. That comes up because it is trying to protect you. You've built an entire identity around your current way of living. And anything that threatens that makes a portion of your ego or your identity feel unsafe. So it's going to try to discourage you from moving in that direction. You have to be aware of that. Put that to the side and focus on exactly what it is that you want to do. Keep the focus acknowledge it. Thank you for showing up today. I appreciate that. I know that's my old self talking. I'm moving into my new self. I'm moving into my new mindset. And that is how you focus on supporting yourself. Not allowing for discouraging thoughts to run the show or giving up when that thought comes in to say, you know, you can't do that. And then you accept and say, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I really can't No, Say thank you. I appreciate that. I get it. You haven't seen all of what we're going to do yet. So you don't know, but we're going to accomplish this goal and we're going to be better for it and we're going to be more powerful within our own being, not power over people, but just more powerful in ourselves. We're going to have that confidence. We're going to do this and you can say whatever you want, but I'm not buying it because I know what I want, and I know I want better for us, for myself, for my identity, for my spirit, my soul, my body, my heart. You're an entire entity. Remember that? And there are different facets that come with that entity. So we have to be supportive of all of it. So that is how you can create a goal system. Of course, books, videos, learning from others that do what it is you want to do is also supporting yourself. You're not meant to do this alone. There are people who have accomplished the things you want to accomplish. Look at that, remind yourself, retrain yourself, recondition yourself to focus on becoming that person that achieves the goals you want to achieve. Okay? All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do hope that you enjoyed this. As always, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Blend Podcast.